Hi there, folks. Thanks for joining us for the Young UC podcast. My name is Tim, and it's great to have you with us. Uh, This podcast is for Sunday, December the 20th, 2020, which is the fourth Sunday of Advent this year. And it's hard to believe that that Christmas is, is right around the corner. Um, I know this is a time of joy for many, but it's also a time of sadness for many. And uh, maybe you're in one group, or maybe you're in the other, or or more likely you sit somewhere in the middle that uh, that there's some joy, or there's some pain, or a little bit of both. And uh, so wherever you are, um, I hope that the peace of the season, the uh, the celebration of light coming into the world, the celebration of love uh, being incarnate in creation, I hope that touches you in some way and um, invites you to a sense of peace. Uh, the scripture reading for this week is the Magnificat. This is Mary's Mary's song at the beginning of Luke, Luke chapter one, verses forty-six to fifty-five. Uh, I love this passage, and I hope um, there's always so much that you could preach on and and talk about. And so I hope this offers you something. I hope. Uh, 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 and I hope you know how expansive this scripture is, and, and so wherever it leads you, even if it's somewhere different than where I go with it, um, yeah, just just follow it, because it's, it's so so wonderful. I'm going to be away for a couple weeks, taking a couple weeks off from, from, uh, from the podcast, from preaching, and from all sorts of stuff um, following Christmas and a hectic time, uh, so I'll be back on January the 10th with uh with a new podcast with uh, a new sermon on our website um if you are interested in in christmas worship you can follow us um you can come join us at uh, www.youngunitedchurch.com and uh or you can find us our youtube page uh young united church our youtube page we'll have uh christmas worship um and i invite anyone who's interested in in uh in that to join us there so with that, I hope um, you find peace this season and, uh, and may you be blessed and may you be a blessing. And let us pray. Holy God, may the words from my mouth and the meditations in all our hearts be acceptable in your sight. Amen. I was looking on Instagram the other day, just flipping through, and I saw a picture that someone had marked with the word blessed. And it was someone who was doing really well, and that's what the post seemed to highlight. And, and it's sort of a common thing, you know, to, to mark a post, whether it's on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, wherever, and, and to hashtag it with the phrase hashtag blessed. And as I was thinking about this sermon and thinking about that post, I began to wonder, well, what does blessed actually mean? Because it does mean a certain thing in, in our world. Blessed, when, when we say, when I, when I use the word, oh, I, I feel pretty blessed, that'll mean I, I feel pretty fortunate. I feel pretty lucky. Things, things are working out really well for me. 
is often how, how we'll mean it. It's the idea that, that I'm doing really, really well. Therefore, I am blessed. The idea that, um, that how we're doing uh, has to do with, with God's favor, that God's favor is, is upon us. And what does God's favor look like? Well, it looks like, you know, you're, you're pretty comfortable, you're pretty happy, uh, you're feeling at peace. Um, you know, perhaps you've done really well in something, you know, you, you'll hear it brought up in sports all the time. Oh, we're pretty blessed. Uh, you know, God, God will help you hit a home run. Um, that, that sort of mentality that the blessing of God has everything to do with what our society says the good life is. And that's interesting to me because in our scripture reading for today, in the Magnificat, this beautiful, beautiful pieces of scripture, it's one of my, one of my favorite pieces, one of many people's uh, favorite pieces of scripture. As Mary sings her song or prays her prayer or speaks her praise to God, she talks about how everyone will call her blessed. And of course, on the surface, that makes sense. But, but when you think about it, she's not that blessed. So she's unwed. She's pregnant in a culture that being an unwed mother uh, carries a tremendous amount of connotation. I can't recall where I read it. Someone had said that might even invoke death. I'm not sure if that's true, if it would involve the death penalty, but, you know, or potential death penalty, but, but it certainly would involve being ostracized from the community, cast out of the community, uh, carrying tremendous, uh, tremendous loss on that front. Um, furthermore, I mean, is not, not too long after this passage, you know, she, she's told by Simeon the idea that, uh, um, that she'll have a, a sword in her heart, you know, the idea that she's going to experience tremendous pain in her life because of this child, which she's been quote unquote blessed with that, that, that she's going to have to watch her own community cast him out. She's going to have to watch, uh, as he's executed and killed. I can't imagine that. I can't imagine what it's like for a mother to watch her her child killed. I, I can't imagine what it would be like for me to see any of my boys die. That's sometimes pretty hard to see the blessing in this. How things are working out for Mary. In fact, when we look at the word bless, it comes from uh, uh, an old English word and, uh, and it means uh, to consecrate with blood. You know, so anytime I might post a picture of, of uh, you know, some good meal that I'm having, hashtag blessed, I don't think I'm meaning, oh, consecrated in blood. Anytime anyone writes about how happy they are, how good their life is going right now, I don't know if they're meaning that, you know, they've been consecrated in blood. Even the, uh, 
even the Greek word that, uh, that Mary uses for blessed here, uh, makarizo, it, 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 it does kind of evoke this sense of, of divine favor. But what it, what it comes from is a root word, mak, which uh, uh, means to extend or to lengthen. And the idea here being that, that God, in some sense, has extended the divine self to include you. That God's favor has been extended um, uh, to, to, to draw you in. That, in some sense, you've become an extension of God. Well, that's not really what we mean when we talk about blessed in our world at all. But it is for Mary. Here in this Magnificat, Mary describes what, what that looks like. What, you know, what does that mean to, be, uh, to have God's favor upon her, to be, to be um, an extension of the divine plan, the divine ministry? to get to embody that in the world. Well, she sings about it. She talks about the hungry being fed and the, 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 the full, the rich being sent away empty. She talks about the lowly being brought up and the powerful pulled down from their thrones. This is what she's talking about. This is the ministry that, that she's participating in, that she sees herself as blessed to be a part of. Not an easy one, not, a, not one that, that will make her life necessarily happy and joyous, but one that she, she gets to sing praise about. Anyone who, who looks at Luke, I know Luke was at one time held up as the, uh, the, the gospel that, that, that sort of sided with the empire and tried to make Christianity more palatable to, to the Roman Empire. I mean, you just need to look at this prologue, this Song of Mary, to know, well, that's, that's not true. This is God's mission. We shouldn't look at it, though, as, uh, as just a re role reversal. Right? God isn't saying, well, you know, the rich have kicked the poor around for a bit. Let's, uh, let's turn it upside down and let's let the poor kick the rich a little bit. That's not what it's about. We need to understand that God's mission and ministry is all entirely uh, about the embodiment of love in the world. And so for the poor, for the lowly, that, that embodiment of love looks like the, the raising up, the presence of justice. But for the powerful, for the wealthy, well, sometimes power and wealth can be impediments to knowing God, to knowing uh, about love's incarnation. When we're powerful, when we're wealthy, perhaps we might uh, be susceptible to, to, to ideas that, well, that, that we're self-sufficient, that... Uh, that we can do anything on our own. Which isn't true and I think damages our hearts and, and wounds the world around us. 
this plan of raising up the lowly and bringing down the, the powerful isn't a punishment. It's the ministry of God getting to, to, to help everyone. The, the whole of creation participate in the incarnation of love, to not be detached from it in any way, to not be separated from it, to not in any, any way think that we're somehow immune to it or apart from it. So blessing isn't about being happy and joyous and everything going your way. Blessing is about participating in the salvation history embodied in our scriptures and the history of the church uh, in the idea that we are moving towards the kingdom of heaven uh, in the idea that we're moving towards um, the complete and utter incarnation of love in the world whatever that means whatever that looks like I think this sermon is important this year because a lot of people aren't feeling blessed. A lot of people are feeling like things are pretty awful, and they are. It can be pretty rough. But just because we have grief, just because we have pain, just because we have loss, doesn't mean we're not blessed. Mary had to carry a lot. A lot of difficult stuff. A lot of painful stuff. And yet truly she was blessed. So it's not about how much you have. It's about whether or not you're participating in God's incarnational love. Participating in God's mission in the world. Are you an extension of that grace, of that justice, of that compassion? Because if you are, then you are blessed. Thanks be to God. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Young UC podcast. If you liked what you heard, you can go to youngunitedchurch.com. There you can connect with worship, hear past sermons and music, and learn a little bit more about who we are and some of the outreach that we do. All of our work in the world from supporting outreach in Winnipeg to sponsoring refugees to creating content for listeners like you is supported by donations. If you'd like to support us, please find us through Canada Helps or directly through our website. Thanks very much and have a good day.